Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Amanda Kate. Amanda Kate is a kinesiologist, mentor, mother, and more. She's the author of Divine, Messy, Human, A Spiritual Guide to Prioritizing Internal Truth Over External Influence. She released the book with the information, tips, and practices that have helped her move from self-loathing to self-acceptance, self-love, and self-empowerment. A recovering people pleaser and self-flagellator, she walks the path straddling the divine and messy daily, always growing, developing and learning new ways of being and hopefully one day leaving the earth better than she found it. Amanda Kate helps people regain their vitality, smashing through their internal glass ceiling and limitations to find new levels of health vitality and abundance. She also works with business owners to increase their vibration and attract greater wealth and prosperity. Amanda Kate lives in Melbourne, Australia with her twin flame, her children, his children and a dog named Zeus. Welcome Amanda. Thank you for having me Magic. It's wonderful to be here. My pleasure. Now people pleasers unite or reform (laughs) people pleasers. Tell us a bit about that. I think it comes from being raised in that era of the good girl. We had that prescribed thing of, you know, I guess what society expected of women, or I was certainly raised within that. And within that good girl, I guess I realised that if I kept everybody else happy, I felt more accepted. I felt like I was being a more valuable contributor And it wasn't until later in life that I realised how much it damaged me, Uh, running into rescue people who didn't actually need rescuing or trying to put other people on pedestals and then live up to unrealistic expectations, all of which came from within me, but I didn't realise until later. The way I look at people-pleasing is is that quest for perfection and not realising our own self-worth. We keep going on, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, so if I do this, I'll be good enough, or if I do this, I'll be good enough, or if I please them in this way, I'll be good enough. And all the while we are making other people superior to our inferiority. And I just recognised gradually over time that it was really, really damaging my health, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, It was happening on all levels and I hadn't, I guess, realised the extent of it until the body started breaking down. 
Well said. And I think many of us as reformed people pleasers wonder why we get into a state of chronic illness that seems to go nowhere. And it's because we've spent our lives doing everything for everyone and we don't even know who we are. Well, that's certainly what I found. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's where the self-flagellation part comes into the people pleasing for me is, you know, my self-talk was about that not good enough. It was about everybody else that was better than me or more superior or knew more or did more or there was always something more about everybody else I looked at. Even to the point where, you know, I'd be obsessed by my weight or how I looked physically and I'd see friends that were much bigger than me going, wow, they just always look amazing. And all of a sudden one day I thought, hang on, here's me looking at these beautiful, busty, hippie ladies thinking how gorgeous they look and here's me, a number of dress sizes smaller, beating myself up because I didn't look enough. I didn't feel I looked as good as them. And I all of a sudden realised that it was actually a really, really damaging mindset. And I was seeing all of these fantastic traits in other people and I was not seeing them in myself. Yet I knew that I had them somewhere and that was that big wake up and realisation that I began having was starting to understand, actually, I can see these beautiful things in other people because they belong in me too. And that was when I started slowly waking up and the self-flagellation started becoming less and this negative self-talk And then the people-pleasing started turning around as well. Now, this happened through years of um, psychology appointments and kinesiology appointments and seeing other healers, other modalities as well. But the reason I say I'm a recovering people-pleaser and self-flagellator is I guess it's like any addiction. It takes us time to get over it and we will fall back into old habits. We will turn around and fall into our shadows When we are tired, when we haven't been looking after ourselves well, when life gets busy, when tough things in life happen, those shadow aspects of myself creep back in. What the good thing is about the healing that I've done is now I can start to look back and go, oh, hang on, I'm in that pattern now. So I'm recognising it sooner and sooner and sooner. And that's what I work with clients with as well. Amanda, I ask the same three questions of all of my guests and everyone gives me such an array of answers. I just love the diversity of humans. So here comes your first question. What can your expertise do to accelerate health, be it physical, emotional or spiritual? The thing I loved about kinesiology was that it taps into every aspect. We look at the body as an equilateral triangle. And on one side, you have the physical and structural. On another, you have the chemical and nutritional. And on the final side, you have that mental, emotional and spiritual sides. When the whole body is in balance with all of those aspects working together in harmony, we go into flow. And the thing I'd realised in looking at a lot of the other modalities that I had been interested in is... I found that something was missing. I was working on one side of the triangle and not perhaps the others. So finding kinesiology for me worked beautifully in allowing those aspects of the body 
to become balanced because our body has the innate wisdom to heal itself. And the way I see my role is as a facilitator. So it's like your body is speaking French and you're speaking English and you don't know a word of French <laughs> because we've started ignoring those signals and the, the subconscious cues our body is giving us. So what I do is I act as a facilitator between the language your body is speaking and the language you are able to understand and put the two together so that you understand at a deeper level what is creating that disharmony in your life and on what aspect of the triangle it is. So if one side of the triangle falls off, the whole triangle collapses or is out of shape, out of balance, less equal. Whereas when we put that side back in, we can create an equality and a balance throughout those areas of life. And when we're working on one aspect, say it's relationships, the other areas of your life will improve as well. Your business, your finances, your spiritual health, your emotional health, because we can't influence one area without influencing the others. And that's what I loved about the training I did. And I took it from just doing my diploma into doing my advanced diploma and a few other advanced courses in kinesiology because the more I learned about it, the more I realised I had to learn about it and the more I realised I didn't know about the body because it is so multifaceted. And I think that's what I really love about it is being able to work holistically in a true sense of the word with people's mental, emotional, physical health and allowing all of those bits to work like an orchestra to create gorgeous music instead of having a whole heap of out-of-tune instruments trying to play together and just creating a noise. That sounds great. Now, we do talk about wealth here, and a lot of people think wealth is just money, just finance, but we know it's wealth of soul, it's wealth of spirit. So what are your top three tips for creating wealth? I believe that everything is energy. And when we look at our energy as a balance sheet for a business, say, for example, we have all those different areas. So in quantum physics, they've proven that the universe is 4% physical matter. So when I look at a human meat suit, that's 4% of the picture. There's another 96% of you in, in different aspects that feed into your whole. And the more of those aspects we work on, that is going to build your wealth in those areas. And, and the more of those areas that we can raise your vibration in, the more currency you have to use. So for me, that idea of putting yourself back in the middle of the picture is tip one, understanding that you are a multifaceted, energetic being and that each of those areas is like its own little bank account for a particular area of your life, your financial health, your relational health, your spiritual health, and so on and so forth. Number two is an exercise they do with clients on when they're spending money. Money for a, let's use our coffee transaction in the morning. Being in Melbourne, a lot of people love their takeaway coffees. So when I hand over my 4 or $5 for a coffee, if I'm in lower vibration wealth, I'm looking at that as money for coffee. That's it. 
from a higher wealth perspective, I like looking at that money that I am handing over to that cafe owner, keeps the roof over the cafe owner's head. It benefits their children and their other dependents. It also helps anyone who is involved in the raw materials at that site, the the creation of the cups, the supply chain, the manufacturing of the coffee machine, the people who harvest the coffee. So when I'm looking at my four or five dollars, I'm seeing it like a drop in the ocean and influencing every single person who is involved in every single aspect of that cafe being open. And in that view, it becomes this amazing energetic exchange where I am helping put the roof over literally thousands of people's heads, not just creating a a basic exchange of money for coffee. And I love that idea of wealth, that that money can spread so far. And the third type of wealth for me comes into that self-love aspect of wealth. Because I think if we do things that are loving towards ourselves, it is automatically loving in every other area of our life. And everybody benefits from that higher vibration. We are giving from a more generous place. We're not giving from a resentful place. And so the more we invest in our own self-care and self-love, the more we can give from a higher vibration aspect and a wealthier perspective. And everybody else then can receive that from that higher vibration. And then again, like those ripples in a pond, they're then spreading that out and spreading that out. So every aspect of our wealth, whether it be on a physical level or an emotional level or a spiritual level or whatever other level there is, or financially, of course, It's a community view of it. It's a look at wealth from a benefiting everybody perspective, not a scarcity perspective where I've only got this $5 and this $5 is going to buy me a coffee and, you know, I can't give that to this person because then I'm not going to have enough. It becomes, yeah, I'm going to give this to this person and then they'll give it to this person and so on and so forth. So it becomes much more flowing and community-based wealth. I think that's a really great way at looking at wealth. It's not what it can do for you at this second. It's what it can do for the people around you and for you later and for the earth. So Mm. that's a fantastic way to look at it. Now, we do talk about weight loss here. Many people struggle with this and often quite needlessly, and we know that stress itself is a major component to weight gain or weight loss. So this is a bit of a personal question. Have you battled your weight? And if so, what was the impetus to losing it? Or what can you offer the listeners who are in this struggle? I have absolutely battled with my weight. Um, I find it yo-yos quite a lot. And when I was first on this healing path or healing journey, I think I realised at a certain point that as much of my weight was a protection mechanism, a safety, a hiding myself from sight, and that I needed to do the emotional weight loss 
for it to then be able to manifest in the physical. So a lot of what I was carrying was stress and trauma. And I notice now if I go through hard things, I'll get puffier. I will carry more water. I will carry more weight because it's my way of protecting myself against the world. And the more work I do on the emotional and spiritual and internal aspects, the more it reflects in my external appearance. And so as much as it can feel challenging tapping into those massive emotions that we carry with us or that we've suppressed in the past or repressed or, you know, pretended don't exist, I think there is a huge aspect of weight loss which is about us carrying a bit of extra protection against the world. And if we can look into those big emotions and start to process them, release them, change the stories that we're carrying with them. It's like we're putting down some of that baggage on every level of our being that we, we've outgrown and we don't need anymore. And so I found the emotional weight loss manifested in the physical and I found that a lot with my clients as well. When we start to do the internal work, it can make a huge difference to the external appearance. And it doesn't always need to be physical weight either. I think sometimes it's about the glow around a person. We can look heavier when our auric field is dull, when our emotional ebb is low, when we are struggling with an aspect or more of life. And if we can clean up, the emotional resonances around that, our auric field lightens and that makes us look younger, healthier, fitter. And that helps us then start turning that downward spiral and the downward ebb up. And so that's what I often help with my clients. And yes, there's physical things they need to do. There are emotional things they need to do. There are things on lots of different levels. There's a lot of chemical and nutritional stuff in there as well. But I think looking at that internal picture and the internal state and finding out what we're carrying that we actually need to put down. Very well said. Now, look, we do love freebies here. And I really do think the listeners get a lot out of getting something for nothing just to get them started on their journey of whatever it is that they're dealing with. So you mentioned offline that you can offer a 15-minute chat or intuitive reading or guidance. People can find you on Facebook at Amanda Kate Transformation. Can they send you a message there to book in this? That would be perfect. The other place I do actually have a spot to book a 15-minute call is on my website, which is amandakate.com.au, and it's under the booking section under life coaching. Fantastic. You're also on Instagram at Amanda Kate and on LinkedIn, Amanda-Kate. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Would you come back and do another one with us? I would love to. Fantastic listeners, this was your episode 152 of A Magical Life. Amanda Kate will join us again in 153 talking about creating internal scaffolding. For now, listeners, thank you so much for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. 
please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.